Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan session um, for, what are we now? Thursday the 1st of February. Um, quite glad to see the end of January. A bit of a sort of a, an up and down kind of month in many ways. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we had some major news last night with the FOMC and I want to just um, kind of explain what, what we gleaned from, from that particular news event and more importantly, how the markets are ultimately reacting to it. Um, so let's get straight into it then. Good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us as always. Um, hope you're keeping well. Use the chat box. If you do have any questions, of course, feel free to post uh, into the chat box if you need. Right, let's get straight into it then. So all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to trade, where do we then want to enter these markets, where do we want to exit, how do we manage risk, trade management uh, and trade psychology are all sort of major considerations for any trader with any type of strategy and approach. Um, and just to let you know, we are we address these considerations every day, firstly, in our live trade rooms. And secondly, we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So let's start looking at this FOMC meeting from yesterday. And I'll put up um, Forex Factory. So really, I mean, our, our interpretation was last night's FOMC was 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 really quite dovish, very much in line with uh, December's meeting, um, which means there is, uh, I suppose, a strong conviction to start lowering rates. Now, the market reaction was really quite interesting. We're certainly seeing um, this. I suppose the, the reason why ultimately these markets are, are, let's say, in the aftermath of that meeting, you know, remained a little bit on the bearish side is just I think the markets had this realization that um, actually, you know, a, a, a reduction in March is probably a bit too soon. But that's crazy because it was always, in our opinion, there was a 50-50 chance of the Fed lowering rates in March. Um, certainly looking at the data, that was very unlikely. I don't. I think 50-50 was way too high. It's more like 95-5, so a 5% chance of a, a rate reduction in, in March if we get two months of significantly lower inflation numbers. It's kind of unlikely to thread that, that needle like that. So, um, so May and June are far more realistic dates and, and the FOC now are in the process of talking about reductions um, where they've been holding rates at 5.5 now for quite some time. Uh, we'll do some analysis uh, on, on this chart as well and you'll see there is the potential for this, this top here to start lowering um, a lot sooner than perhaps expected. And you get a range, even going back to these highs here, you get this little range for between five and, and kind of, I think, 10 meetings. Uh, and it looks like if we go in, March will be five, and then May will be six, and June will be seven. So again, it's kind of in that sort of range for how long the Fed generally kind of pause for. Um, March does seem like it's a bit too soon. Uh, that would be our opinion. Um, we're seeing a bit of softening in the ADP numbers from yesterday as well. Um, it, employment cost 
index is, is coming in lower than expected. There's, and then if you look at the corporate earnings side of side of the story, um, and today we got some again two big massive uh, corporate earnings with Apple and Amazon uh, and Meta, um, three massive uh, earning reports due out, and 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 again, I mean unfortunately, like when we look at these earning reports, you know. I don't exactly know what the numbers are, but something like 80 odd percent are, are actually performing exponentially well. And um, we've got this vibrant economy in the US and it's reflected in spend and revenue and earnings per share. It's reflected in all these ways, which again is, is something just really positive. Now, I suppose these corporate earnings from Amazon and uh, Meta, uh, and Apple are, are potentially really, really huge events. So we've got softening unemployment numbers, which the Fed want to see. We've got lowering inflation, which the Fed want to see. We've got quite a dovish Jerome Powell, in all fairness, in our opinion, which the markets would really want to see. We've got really good performing corporate earnings, which the markets would like to see. We've got lowering bond yields, which the market would like to see in terms of adopting a bit of a, a positive approach on that. It's beginning to roll over after highs. Um, and when you, you have bond yields rolling over to the downside, it's generally really quite positive uh, for equity markets. So this is a, a bit of a, a kind of a brave call. But when we look at the equity markets, we don't really feel, and, and we've had a strong sell-off yesterday, but it, it, it's like it's like this this dynamic that you often see where where markets make a move. There's probably a little bit of just innate profit taking up at these levels, and I suppose you could say, "Oh my God, we're not getting a rate cut in March," which I don't think anyone really expected. So, how much negativity is that going to cause? Um, well, there, there's your answer, that much negativity. The question is, are we likely to see further bearish price action? Let's say if these corporate earnings come in strong. We're anticipating, in fact, the only kind of trade that we're still looking for is an opportunity to start buying these markets. Um, we don't think there is enough in yesterday's bearish cycle and you can see it's a two-day move it's a bit of profit taking it's a bit of when we talk about the psychology of these markets you know there's going to be a cohort that are up at these levels they see this price action and they're clutching at straws in terms of why they should be getting out of those trades we think that optimism is going to come back in it's going to uh sort of get fired up again um for all the reasons that i've already mentioned we really quite have, we think, a very dovish Fed. So those those rates are going to be cut. I suppose the Fed have this urgency where they want to cut rates before the recession hits. Um, otherwise, they're cutting rates because of a recession, which is really not where the Fed want to be. That would be that would be a bit of a problem. So they're trying to assess how things are likely to play out, and um, they're they're holding for now. 
they think March is too early for a rate cut, but they do, they do think um, uh, that they will be cutting rates this year, which for us is is significantly dovish. All, all that nonsense last year, the last six months last year, going up to December, where you know higher rates for longer, and we need to see inflation, and you know we're not taking rate hikes off the table, and all that kind of stuff, all complete and utter nonsense. But you know, it is probably what they were looking at at the time. But um, yeah, so so really our, our bias, believe it or not, is still remarkably bullish, although there is this technical sell trade at the minute. So we're, we're, when you're trading financial markets, you always need to make a call and you need to make a decision whether you want to get in or out of these trades. Um, not too much clarity elsewhere. Crude oil... We're currently pulling back. Just pure indecision. It's been a, it's been a, a bit of a sort of a painful week, really, for these markets. Um, if we look at the the dollar, the dollar had a sizable rollover to the downside, but it's a really hard trade to to get into. Um, we've got strong support just below these levels. And in fact, if the if the euro starts to turn around and finds a bit of bit of support, you know that would be uh, an interesting trade to the upside. And um, elsewhere, we're either in this consolidative fashion, or they're kind of reversing. So here's the pound, the potential for the dollar to strengthen, but it's very mild, and we're just inside that range. The dollar strengthened, or sorry, the yen tried to strengthen yesterday against the dollar, and. Um, Again, this is this is price action, which is pretty um, uninspiring. Uh, we've seen a nice reversal. We were in profit for a little bit to the downside in the dollar Swiss. Now we've reversed, and, and it looks like this could be the potential for a little bit of uh, dollar strength. We just don't really have the backdrop for that trade. Dollar strength against CAD. So this is all a structural failure trade to the downside, which is now reversed. And it's reversing into this consolidation, into these um, resistance levels. So, um, that's an hourly on the... On. So, we've got, we've got the Aussie dollar kind of testing these lows. And this is a, this is a dollar strength trade. This is a risk-off trade. And the, the, the difficulty we've got is that we've actually got risk-off price action, but we've got risk on everywhere else. You know, the positivity is still there. Corporate earnings are still there. Bond yields are lowering. Um, we've got a very dovish Jerome Powell, in, in our opinion. He's very dovish. He's saying, you know, perhaps not, not in March, but apart from that, we're, we're, we're quite dovish. There's, there's so much for these markets to actually like, and um, they're, they're not really performing. This is, the yen trade is an interesting one. So there's a bit of an appetite for the yen. Um, again, the problem with the yen is, I suppose, the the backdrop. Um, you know, the reasons for this yen strength seems on the surface to us a little bit more technical, um, which means, you know, we're right. We'd be probably be looking to start um, buying the pound against the yen as soon as we get a bit of uh, pound strength. Uh, and euro strength, for example, they've got these potential resistance levels just around these current prices. 
So looking quite bearish now, on, on, there's a bit of yen strength, but we do we just question the uh, the validity of it, and we've got these questions again for the. And the only reason for us to actually look to start selling these equities is is pure like this profit taking dynamic, which again is not really stable ground to be making any decisions on. If we had something that we could point to, something in the news, some bit of news event, you know, significant news event that was That was going to be kind of a major problem uh, for this dovish fed narrative um we could absolutely change our mind we just don't really have anything to work with and we like to obviously have the market fundamentals supporting our technical trades um so just a quick look at this in terms of major narratives we're still in this boat here this uh this dovish fed we've got rates pivoting uh we've got lower inflation we absolutely have this Goldilocks soft landing with lots of supportive, positive economic data. And all of these things are, are kind of into the melting pot of this risk on market dynamic. The problem is we're currently seeing quite risk off market conditions over the last couple of days. So again, it, it doesn't quite stack up for us. You know, we don't want to switch our, our bias into a risk off trade just purely because there's a bit of profit taking. So what it means is it might present us with some good opportunities to start um, to look to for some buying opportunities, hopefully around support. You know, that would be what we'd be looking for. Um, and unfortunately, our analysis is still pointing to a weaker dollar. The problem is we're seeing a stronger dollar. Um, we're getting the bond yields rolling over to the downside and we've got sort of weaker commodities don't we in this in this little backdrop largely driven to the higher dollar uh, because of the higher dollar so we've really got a mixed a mixed market dynamic which we want things to just clarify a little bit it's been a sort of a horrible couple of trading days um so i think we'll we'll work with that as a summary so we do have this mixed market dynamics we've got prices rolling over to the downside uh, in a, in a, in quite a a positive fundamental backdrop, with more positivity coming down the line. We've got a non-farm payroll tomorrow as well. Don't forget. So mixed market conditions. Uh, so we do. Believe it or not, have a U.S. industry strength bias. Um, again, we could be patient. Is there any other opportunities anywhere? So. See, the other thing is if we're talking about the potential for risk on market conditions and we're and we're we're buying the yen that's kind of a a risk off approach so look i think we're going to leave the the yen out of the equation 
really, instead of significant volatility, we're getting uh, contradicting market conditions. So let, we, we have a bias to the upside for the US indices. We have a bias to the downside for the US dollar. Uh, what we don't have really is other currencies coming to the rescue. We don't really have any high performing currency apart from the yen, which again, there's reasons for us to be concerned about that yen strength trade as well. So really, when when you know, if in doubt, stay out. And that's not a bad phrase to live by when you're trading financial markets. And there's unfortunately too many doubts for us to point to. So this is going to be our trade plan. Um, we, we just need better conditions to, to be able to pull the trigger on. And um, sometimes that's just the reality of these markets. So keep an eye on that dollar strength trade. We, we'll have a look at it in a lot more detail now when we when we switch rooms. Um, so the difficulty we've got is that we've got a really, really bullish stance with negative price action, you know, coming at us. So can we let these markets come back into support and then find a bit of support? And then if we start to break out of those support levels, um, can we pull the trigger? And that's going to be kind of what we're going to try to do. But broadly, kind of an upside down market condition, which is really why we've got these mixed market conditions. And like I said, if in doubt, stay out. It's probably something to um, to stick to with this current current development. And like I said, everything is looking really quite risk on, really quite positive. So let's see if we get that turnaround at some point, because uh, I'd like to think we'd be in it. Okay, any questions, feel free to post them, guys. If not, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to switch rooms straight away. Um, so we'll, those of you uh, that are members, feel free to, um, to join us in the other room in about a minute's time. And anyone else, if you are interested in joining us, um, we still have our discounted live trading and education bundle on our website. It just starts from $59 uh, a month. So if you want to join us, you're very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to thelivetrader.com. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care, and we'll um, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Bye bye. My pleasure.